we've got another episode coming for you. We appreciate you guys tuning in a couple extra times a week, and we really appreciate our guests that have been on the show. If you're a new time listener, check us out. Subscribe. We're Oddity Files, the podcast, and we bring you creepy, cryptid, otherworldly stories that we find on the internet. We have a huge library to go back and binge on. We appreciate your time. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, weird is the new cool, and ghost on. Okay, guys, Kitsy here with another episode. Fucking retrograde. I'm just going to start with that. Um, I've had problems with my mic already, just was booted out of my recording software. So yeah, let's see how this fucking goes. I have an amazing guest with me today. I've got Jess from Misfortune Astrology. You guys know my close friend, Tiffany Rice. She introduced me to Jess and I love her to pieces and I can't wait for you to meet her. I actually, she is you read astrology charts. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, t- technically I'm an astrologer. Um, my brand of astrology is a, a little bit uh, out of the ordinary. I do evolutionary astrology. So, um, you know, there's it, there's just basically it's the level of woo that you kind of uh, subscribe to. So, um, you know, some people think astrology is pretty woo and then the evolutionary piece of it gets us into um even a little bit more. So, you know, with a basic uh, astrology chart, I can pull it and kind of see just essentially what the the basics of your personality are, um, you know, how different energetic parts of you interact with each other or don't interact with each other as the case may be. And then looking at, um, you know, transits and where, you know, current planetary activity, how it relates back to, um, you know, to the way that the planets were aligned at the time you were born, that shows me mm-hmm. energetic patterns that you're entering into. Uh, so that's how we kind of get into more like predictive techniques. Okay. And then I take it even a step further where um, we look at the the evolutionary piece. Um, so evolutionary astrologers believe that the, the chart is actually, uh, it's a roadmap essentially for your soul. And so prior to incarnating here, on earth, um, we all meet up in this place called the Akashic realm, where we kind of go over the karmic lessons that we have learned already in prior lifetimes. Okay, that is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. I'm so sorry I had to interrupt. That sounds like a party. No, go ahead, fine. please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's, it's, it's actually really cool. I actually didn't realize that what I do is slightly different because, um, you know, I've had my astrology chart read by other people. But I, mm-hmm. for a long time, was getting feedback from people saying, wow, you know, I've had my chart done a bunch of times, but yours is so different. Yours is so different. and But nobody could really put their finger on what was so different about the way that I did it. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to experience anybody's energy but my own, I, you know, I, I couldn't figure it out either. And then recently, um, I worked with a woman who is an Akashic Records reader. And this is like really woo stuff. But basically, she, you know, <laughs> she essentially told me that... Uh, that I am an Akashic Records employee, essentially. I work in the Akashic Records life planning room. And that astrology is kind of the the language and the modality that I use. But really, my soul level job is uh, anybody who's called to work with me here on earth is somebody that I've already is a soul that I've already encountered basically in the Akashic realm. And I helped them kind of sit down like a librarian and, you know, pulled all the files that they needed to see 
you know, what kind of things had they been really screwing up on and how could they fix that by coming here to earth school and, um, you know, basically helping them to figure out what energetic pattern they needed to incarnate through, uh, in order to have the life experiences that would be necessary to, to clear up karmic, you know, karmic debris and karmic debt. Right. So, and that, that's essentially what the astrology map is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. So what is woo? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I guess I should know my audience, right? You guys, <laughs> right. I, I'm um, not, I'm not it's deep funny into this. Because, I adore it, but I'm not deep into it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, you know, the whole idea of, um, you know, when, because a lot of people don't appreciate it when you tell them things like, oh, well, you, you know, you chose this karmic path, you know, when people come to me, a lot of times they're coming to me, you know, not because everything's, you know, fucking hunky dory in their life. They're coming to me because they're totally stuck or something's really wrong. Um, you know, it does happen that people come to me just kind of out of curiosity and that's fine. But, you know, most of the time people are coming to me because they're looking for, you know, for kind of answers about something that is, you know, is really messing them up. And so, you know, and I kind of have to back up and be like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is just another lesson kind of on the path that you've already planned out for yourself. Um, and that, that that type of information is not always received well, but it, you know, ultimately <laughs> it, it is always the case that people come back and they're like, no, you were right. I just didn't really want to hear it at that particular time. You know, they, they want me to come in and like save the day and be like, oh, but you know, you're going to find the love of your life or, you know, whatever. And, well, and yeah. you know, they come to me and that's not what they get. Right. Like they're, they get like, oh, hi, you know, you're here because, you know, eons ago we planned your soul map together and you've veered pretty far off the path. So what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> right? That's kind of my I style, love this. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, everybody wants to hear the best in things, but uh, you know, sometimes people fuck up and sometimes people have to be reeled back in and say, okay, let's realign. This is why things are, I love this. This is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's funny. Cause I, I mean, I, I read tarot cards for people too. And I always kind of joke with people because it's, it's pretty common that I'll have someone come to me and be like, I want you to pull cards. And, you know, I want to know like, when am I going to meet a husband or, you know, just kind of like the really asinine things that people always that's come to with. That's not how any and, of this works. Oh, uh, and well, and that's always my message because I had a woman come to me not too long ago and she ordered like a very in-depth tarot reading and she had this laundry list of things that she wanted me to basically tell the tarot cards like what she wanted to hear. And I had to explain to her and she was not happy with me, but I was like, listen, like I, you know, I do like a meditation and I connect to your guides and you're, you know, I ask you know, that anybody who, you know, any entity that has information for you that, you know, for your highest and greatest good will come through and like influence these messages. So if, if you're in line with the type of information that, you know, that your guides seek to impart on you right now, then great. But like, I don't want you to shoot the messenger and be like, you know, I asked you to tell me X, Y, Z and, you know, the tarot cards don't give a fuck. Like they're, (laughs) you know, and kind of like the astrology chart is the same way where it's just like, okay, you know, you don't have any energy in the love sectors of your chart right now, but you have a ton in your, you know, in your career sector or something like that. So let's kind of talk about that. And, you know, people, people receive it in all different types of ways, but, you know, ultimately it's, it's almost always the case that I have people come back and be like, yeah, you were right. Uh, You know, I just didn't, that's just not what they wanted to hear like at the time. Right. I mean, um, I get that. Yeah, yeah, it's hence my name, Misfortune Astrology, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I find myself in the position of having to deliver bad news. So guys, have you heard of 
paraboxmonthly.com. Get ready for this. It's kind of cool. Every box contains an amazing soft style paranormal t-shirt and a content card. These items also contain a hidden password. Okay, once discovered, it'll open up a new mystery online. How cool is that? If you can solve their challenge, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for free merchandise. So cool. So here's all you need to do. You head to paraboxmonthly.com and add promo code oddityfiles. And you're set. Check it out. It's paraboxmonthly.com, promo code oddityfiles. Check it out. Let's say if people want to get a hold of you, where would they do that? Do you have a website? Is it just on Facebook? Let's give them all your stuff and all your things. Yeah, sure. So um, I am on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and my kids, for reasons unknown to me, created a TikTok account, which I have not yet figured out. So we'll just pretend <laughs> that that's not there. I love it. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, so I am, and I do also have a website. So the website is misfortuneastrology.com. Uh, it's M S F O R T U N E astrology, all one word. And then, um, on Instagram and Facebook, the easiest way to find me is just at misfortune one, 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 one. So, um, Perfect. I am all over those little social media avenues and that's the best way to reach me. I, uh, I, I already told you this, but the listeners may not know this. Um, I, I gave, Misfortune. I'm just going to call you misfortune because it's so much fun. Um, my <laughs> my stuff for my charts and my things. I actually reached out to my mom, and my dog is whining. It's the first time I've podcasted with her in here. Okay. So sorry, puppy. She's no, you know, you're fine. All this stuff. Um, yeah, totally. So yeah, I, I reached out to my mom. I found out what time I was born um, because I talked to Tiff. This this episode is brought to you by TiffanyRice.com, by the way. Yeah, t- um, <laughs> <laughs> and Tiffany Tiff has said, been such a big, like, she's such a big part of my story. I, one of the first times I ever, like, finally embraced what I was doing. Um, I We have a mutual friend who introduced us and she did a reading um, for, you know, for a big group of people. And I was absolutely floored, just like floored. And then she, you know, she put together, um, an intuition class and I decided to take it cause I figured it couldn't hurt, you know, just doing astrology readings, like connecting with my intuition. Yeah. And within like an hour, she had me speaking to spirits, which was what? not something I had any experience with prior and had no clue that I had those abilities at all. Um, so, you know, came to, it, it came to, as a big surprise to me. So, I credit Tiffany, you know, not only with being a lovely overall human being, but with, yes. you know, very much inspiring my awakening and, you know, my ability to now help others uh, <laughs> to, you know, to hopefully jumpstart their spiritual journeys too. That's amazing. I didn't know that at all. So I, I'm a huge proponent for Tiff as well. She's the first medium reading I had ever had done. And, blew my freaking mind. And she's helped me open up my intuition and all that stuff as well. She's kind of, I think she's, you know, like everybody's psychic mom right now. And it's, I'm so proud of her and so grateful for her. Yeah, totally. She's amazing. Well, cool. Well, like I was saying before we got on our, we love Tiffany, hashtag we love Tiff.com. Um, <laughs> we were talking yeah. a little bit about that I had gotten my information to you. I don't know if this is something you can do on the fly or um, is it something? Yes, let's do it. Yay. <laughs> Guys, 
I'm pretty excited to tell you about this new product I'm using. Soul Drops are sacred plant supplements that boost overall wellness by enhancing your mind, body, and spirit. See what I did there? Made with traditional healing plants, this special microdosing option empowers self-healing and performance optimization. Soul Drops allow you to power up physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Again, see what I did there? With only a few drops per day, Soul Drops can empower your self-healing and optimization. Now, I'm not kidding. I found Soul Drops on a social media ad, and guys, I'm shocked at the results. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making this up. I am shocked at the results. My moods have leveled out, and I'm sleeping better. So Soul Drops is brought to you by renowned shamanic healer and herbalist Vlada Talan. She uses an ancient process to offer all natural, legal, and safe microdosing. Her master plant formulas have transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. So I figured out a way to get you guys Soul Drops at a 10% discount. Are you ready? Head on over to souldrops.net and type in oddity files, one word, in the discount code box. I got the Master Trinity set, and I tell you what, this stuff works. So head on over to souldrops.net and remember to type oddity files, again, one word, into the coupon code to get your 10% off. And you know what? You can just thank me later. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's one of the great things about this is I don't, you know, people are like, oh, do you need to prepare? And I'm like, nope, nope. I just need the, inf- I just need the birth info. That's really all I need. And you say everything. I'll cut out what I don't want people to know. Okay. Perfect. Um, <laughs> perfect. That that's, that's the way to do it. So I'm looking at your stuff right now. And um, I know right before we started, I kind of gave you a little taste of um, you are a cancer son. Um, I usually, when I work with people who have never had a reading done before, I start off with their sun, moon, and rising. Um, I call these okay. the big three, and they're, it's really important to know um, all three of them and kind of how they interact or don't interact with each other, as the case may be, um, because these are three energies that are present in every single like every single second of our lives. Um, you know, we have Mercury energy, we have Venus energy, you know, we we get all the way out into like Pluto energy. And these are types of energy that, you know, are present with us within us at all times, but we're not expressing them all the time. Um, they're much more kind of situational. Whereas with the sun, the moon and the rising, it's, you know, it's just, it's constant. You, uh, cancer sun, but you have Sagittarius moon and Sagittarius rising and your moon is in the first house. So you have this really interesting, uh, these two signs, Sagittarius and cancer are, they form what's called an inconjunct to each other. So they're signs that don't really communicate well. Um, but not to fear because we all have, everybody has these types of energies inside of them. And, and until some asshole like me comes along and points them out to you, we just reconcile them (laughs) without really, um, you know, without having any conscious awareness of it. Right. But then I come along and I'm just like, Oh, Hey, uh, what's it like being you? Um, so (laughs) cancer energy, the, the sun sign is really what, what most people know about themselves. Mm -hmm. But you had said to me earlier that, you know, you don't, don't always resonate with your sun sign. And that is relatively common and would certainly be the case for you because you are much more heavy Sagittarius uh, energy. And so, 
But, you know, again, like, why would you, if you ever read horoscopes, like you wouldn't know to read Sagittarius horoscopes, right? No, I have no um, idea. Yeah. So like, what's interesting about these two signs is on the cancer side, it is, um, it's feminine energy, it's water energy, uh, it's cardinal, it's very kind of yin, um, very mothering, very nurturing, very, very emotional, right? And then on the Sagittarius side, which is where your moon and your rising are, um, we're talking masculine, we're talking yang, fire, uh, very mutable, very movable, very adaptable. And so, you know, the reason that these signs have such a hard time communicating with each other is cancer is like all about home and family. And, Mm -hmm. you know, protecting and kind of wanting to, you know, wanting to wear that shell that the cancer has, right? Like that it's, it's protection from the waves, like the emotional waves that kind of crash over everybody all the time. But the yes, Sagittarius ma'am. part of you um, is, is very different, right? The Sagittarius wants to roam and wants to be free and kind of wants to wander. So I'd imagine that there's kind of this almost like imbalanced scale that kind of tips back and forth for you where you either like really want to kind of be out and about and wandering around in the world and experiencing shit. Um, but then, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to come home and retreat, right? Like you have this kind of mm-hmm very extroverted presentation, but there is a really big part of you that's just kind of like, okay, this is my home base and this is where I need to be right now. Um, Travel is usually- Amen. That's the stage I'm in right now. Yeah. So it's like travel is really big for- um, for Sagittarius people, Sag um, is is very higher mind oriented, right? So when we talk about Mercury and like Gemini third house, we're talking lower mind. So it's really kind of everyday like communication. But Sagittarius is um, is kind of the flip side of that energy where we, you know, we if we take in information on the third house side, on the ninth house side of Sagittarius is where we kind of decide, okay, like we took in all this information, but what do we need? What can we call down to, right? Let's, what are we going to get rid of? Cause we don't need it. What's left over and what belief systems can we then kind of take and form? So it's really okay. common to meet people with um, strong Sag presence like yours who are just really all about learning, right? Like, and so it doesn't surprise mm-hmm. me at all to hear like, you know, that you have this interest in true crime and, you know, odd things, right? Because as a Sagittarius, you are basically, your soul is here on a fact-finding mission. And okay. not only is it, you know, your mission, but like you bring your heart into it too, because your moon is right here, you know, right here in this first house, right in Sagittarius in the same place. And so it's... um you know, it, it's nice to see something like this because you absolutely bring your heart into everything that you do. Yes, uh, but you also have to watch out for emotionality because I see people with um, moon in the first house, they tend to wear their heart on their sleeve. And so that can be two major presentations that I see with that. One is that you can, you know, either be very emotionally reactive um, mm-hmm. such that, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And that's, that's probably the more typical presentation because with the can you know, cancer sun. So it's interesting because you definitely have this like wandering gypsy vibe in your, in your chart, but you also have this like super strong mothering vibe too. Um, so oh, God, I, that's so me. Yeah. Like I, I I'm can't, covered in goosebumps right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's, but that's what I mean when I say that I mommy everybody I meet. Right, right. But so that's what I'm saying is like, you know, I know you have kids. And so I'm sure you're an amazing mom. But like you, you genuinely have the ability to kind of like, to just kind of, like I said, to wander around to meet people and to and to just take on that kind of caretaker role. Um, you know, to, to anybody that, you know, to anybody that crosses your path. So that's, you know, that's fantastic. You let's see here. What else? 
I mean, you, there's a lot, like you actually have a really nice chart, but I, all I'm really focusing on right now is the sun and the moon. Um, okay. I, let me ask you, were you, did you, did you feel kind of unheard unseen when you were a kid? Oh God, no, I didn't. I, I, there was no way people were not going to hear me or not going to see me. I've, yeah, I was but, very extroverted yeah, as a child. Yeah, no, you definitely have the extrovert thing. Maybe that's why I was that way. Well, so you have it's it's interesting because what you have is, um, you know, the the masculine fire energy rising would definitely make you extroverted. I, what I'm, I probably didn't ask the question right. Let me kind of rephrase. Um, okay. There's so what I see here is that. You have um, not only are the sun and the moon in, you know, very kind of disparate signs that don't have a lot of common ground, um, mm -hmm. but they they are connected, right? So like there's actually like an energetic flow of energy between, you know, the moon, which is kind of your more personal, like emotional self uh, that, okay. you know, a lot of people don't really see um, unless, you know, we don't really show as adults Certainly, we don't really show our moon sign traits to too many people unless we really right. know them, love them, trust them. Um, the sun sign is more kind of what's readily available energetically for people to kind of witness. But as children, we're, when we're born, we kind of come into the world like as all genuine moon sign energy. And, um, okay. you know, because kids, you know, I mean, you have kids, so you know, like kids give zero fucks, right? Like they don't, they, right. they don't care about being emotional. Like it's totally fine for them. And, um, but at some point it's usually between ages seven and nine, we go through what's called the Saturn's our first Saturn square. Uh, and that is kind of the first time that somebody in a position of authority will come, come in and challenge us and cause like tension in our lives okay. that makes us understand that we can't just be emotional creatures all the time and that we have to kind of develop this more protective shell. And that's really when the sun sign traits start to develop. Okay. So the question I'm asking you is more because see for, for somebody who was born during a new moon, right? Somebody who has the sun and the moon in the same sign, this transition is not going to be that big of a deal because the energy of the moon and the sun are in the same sign. So, you know, overall the expression is basically going to be the same, but for somebody like mm -hmm. you, and I just, I'll give you the caveat that I have the exact same thing going on where my sun and moon are in signs that are just so completely opposite. Um, okay. This transition still occurs, but it's like, it's much more dramatic. And so, you know, there, I would imagine that at some point, like I said, it would have been between ages seven and nine, when you, when you had your first Saturn square, you moved from this like very, very fiery emotional presentation um, more to more to like a protect, you, you would have developed a, a, a much thicker protective shell than you came in than you came in with, I guess, right is is where I'm going okay. with this, you know, your son is in the eighth house, which is also a water house, it's a house, it's the house that's naturally ruled by Scorpio. So there is something very, very protective and secretive about you. Um, okay. Not good, not bad, like just, you know, just that you, you know, you are definitely out there, um, in terms of, you know, here I am, here's my energy, but there mm -hmm. are parts of you that are very deep, um, that can get very dark and that, you know, and that you really genuinely don't share, you know, it, maybe not even with yourself, right? Like a lot of it could be largely subconscious. Um, okay. so I would ab absolutely recommend, uh, if you do, if, uh, if you're into like shadow work or any of that kind of stuff, right. With the sun in the eighth house, um, you know, I always liken it to an ice cream, like with sprinkles on it. 
So like your son uh-huh. is a cancer ice cream, but it has Scorpio sprinkles on it. So you have, Oh, um, I like that. Yeah. So, and like the, the eighth house also rules death. It rules the occult, right? So a lot of what we see, you know, what a lot of the same stuff that you're into, right? It's like, not every person would want to put together a podcast about female serial killers, right? Like that's, that is very clearly coming from your son in the eighth house, but also as it, you know, relates back to, you know, the fact finding the Sagittarius, like the whole, you know, the whole idea of justice and things like that, you know, so it's what little I know of you is, is already like very, very clearly obvious from your astrology chart, which is Oh, very basically cool. always the case. So <laughs> that is so cool. So yeah, um, I'm going to have to rethink my um, seven to nine year old period of time. I will say that's when my stepfather who actually raised me the rest of my life came into my life and he was a huge influence in who I am today. He is the reason I'm snarky and have a ridiculous sense of humor. So that's really cool. Nice. Oh my gosh. I didn't even yeah. know I had like a, a moon sign and things like that. I love it so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's no shortage of, of different energies that, um, that go on. You're actually a Jupiter ruled person too, with Sagittarius rising. Um, so What's if you, you, Jupiter know, you get do? further, so Jupiter, we love Jupiter actually. Um, Jupiter is oh, the, is known as the, the greater benefit. He's, he's like the most, um, he's, he's luck. He's expansion. Uh, there's a, there's a nice little spiritual bend to Jupiter. He's basically quite literally, he is, uh, like the great protector of our particular solar system because he's so large and his gravitational pull is so strong that he, he sucks in all of the space debris that would have otherwise pummeled earth and the inner planets a long time ago. Um, so he literally protects us. Yeah, he's, he's great. Um, and you know, in, in astrology as well, uh, metaphorically, he is all about luck and expansion. And so people with strong Sagittarius presence are just very jovial, very jubilant, right? They're very optimistic. Um, I would imagine that, you know, you definitely have the ability to brood. If somebody pisses you off, you may even (laughs) horse every now and again, but, um, but, but you're not going to sit there very long, right? The, the, the bigger part of you really doesn't want to sit in that space. Like you, you kind of have this like onward and upward type energy that is, that is always going to eventually take over. Yeah. And, and Jupiter, you know, Jupiter will kind of ensure that there's a fair amount of luck for you over the course of your life. Uh, your luck, actually your ruling planet, Jupiter is in the 11th house. So, um, networks, friends, um, you know, essentially what you, you know, basically what you do for a living, uh, it's, it's all kind of indicated here in the chart. You know, I can see it. It's, oh, wow. I can see it pretty clearly. Yeah, it's it's all. You know, I mean, there's when you become an astrologer, you kind of stop believing in coincidence because there's just genuinely no such thing <laughs> as coincidence anymore. Um, everything's here. It's all laid out. So since we've been brought together, and what you were saying earlier, and you, now that you've read my chart, do you feel like we've been? together. I don't know. You didn't really call it a past life, but that's probably the most layman's way to describe it. Is is that a vibe you get or you just know? Um, but for you and I? Yeah. Yeah. So actually what's funny is that you, <laughs> um, your 
your, of course, I'm going to have to say this on a podcast because this bastard finds a way to sneak in Uranus, um, which is the most <laughs> ridiculously named planet. And it never, like it never fails that whenever I'm doing some sort of like public something, Uranus creeps in. Um, <laughs> your Uranus is on my North node, which is an indication that we absolutely did plan to meet up in this life. Um, and that right. there is something about our meeting that will propel both of us forward, really. It, it, there's kind of, when you're talking about nodal contacts, it, it's definitely indication of a soul contract. Um, but the, the terms of that soul contract are, you know, not something that I can, that I can really totally see other than to see that like, right. you know, Uranus is higher mind stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's downloads, it's electricity, it's internet, right? So it's, it's a lot of kind of what we're already doing. Um, but yeah, that, you know, that there was definitely a plan, right? There was definitely a plan for the <laughs> yeah. two of us to, to meet up in this life. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to see how it unfolds from here. Um, yeah. And in, in, the, in, in partnership in the Libra area of the chart too, which is all about one-on-one um, -on -one connection. I'm never podcasting with this dog up here again. She is all about <laughs> communication right now, and she never is. Luna, no. She's like, chart Luna. me, chart me. I know. <laughs> yeah, so we've named her Luna, and we're getting a second puppy, and she's going to be Venus. So, oh, I, I, yeah. Nice. While I'm not into, like, I don't understand all of this astrology stuff, I believe as well that there are. No consequence. Uh, no consequences. Well, sometimes there's no consequences. Not, but <laughs> no uh, coincidences. <laughs> They're very. They both start with the C. Give me that. Words are fucking hard for me. <laughs> no, yeah, it's but that was so retrograde. You get a pass. Yeah, no, it's me every day. I won't lie. I really won't. It's <laughs> words are just hard. <laughs> I think I'm just thinking so fast that the words kind of just come out half-assed. And a consequence came to mind at first. But this was super interesting. I've never even seen someone do an astrology chart, read anybody else's astrology charts, or even knew anything about that. So that was so cool. Now, there are a lot of words and, and phrases I didn't understand in that. Luna, no. I'm so sorry, Jess. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Are you kidding? It's it's like a miracle because my kids are actually napping right now. Otherwise, it would sound like I had a herd of elephants above me, right? So, um, she was but yeah, so that, that is, you know, that's kind of one of the um, astrology. It, it is very much like learning another language. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, when, when I'm doing kind of more of a you know, not off the cuff, but like a planned session, I will always kind of start off by asking people what their experience with astrology is, you know, if they've never had a reading done before, then I, you know, usually will take the time to say, okay, there are going to be words that I'm going to throw out at you, you're going to have no fucking idea what they mean, please stop me, you know, if, if and so I, you know, because I'm more than happy to explain them. Th this is a language I've been speaking for a while. And so I kind of take for yeah. granted that other people are like, what's a conjunction, you know? <laughs> yeah. So like, oh, okay, what's let me back up. And yeah, right. What's what does node? that mean, right? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, right? So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, again, I get people who come to me with all levels of experience. And so I do my best to kind of tailor uh, you know, to tailor my readings, because I, I do firmly believe that if anybody who's called to work with me in this, you know, here in this realm, it, it's not, again, it's not a coincidence. It's somebody that I've already met up with. And, you know, we agreed that we would meet up here and that I would basically shake you awake and say, hey, you know, there was a plan, um, you know, 
don't don't forget it right like this is this is what you're supposed to be doing now so what you did is pretty much tell me all about what i am what do you get what my plan is or our meeting right now is just so i just kind of take a second look at myself and straighten myself out what are you trying to say with that last thing you just said i guess i'm just trying to figure it all out well so i mean this would actually take me a lot longer to be because I you have um, we didn't even get into the nodes right like you in terms of us meeting you have a planet that's on my node which means that you know there's a soul contract between you and I Um, and looking at your nodes very quickly um, you and I actually have we have a bunch of stuff Um, I'm kind of just like trying to do a quick recall in my own head of like my own chart because I don't have it in front of me I only have yours but your soul path um, is uh, is actually on the Virgo Pisces axis. Um, so there is a lot to uncover there. Um, you are basically, from what I know of you, you are definitely on the right track. Um, you have okay. the North Node in Pisces in the uh, in the third house. So um, communication about things that are just basically transcendent. Um, that you know that's. It, it, by continuing to follow that path, um, you know, talking about I the talk hidden, about a lot teaching of about the hidden. Yeah, well, it, definitely. But I mean, but with the specific, you know, in the it's it's Pisces energy, right? So it's all about the hidden. Um, so oh, again, okay. we're talking kind of occult stuff, right? Death, like, um, you know, I mean, th- things that people don't readily see, right? Like you are all right. about kind of bringing that stuff into awareness. The paranormal um, and true and, crime, yes. <laughs> Right. And, and using your voice to do it right. Third house and, and, you know, teaching and talking about it. Um, so the suggestion with your chart is that by continuing to do that, that you are writing, uh, any negative karma that you brought into this life with you. So it's, (gasps) um, it's interesting how people always kind of, yeah, like people really do kind of gravitate towards their own energetic signature, even if they're not conscious of the fact that they're doing it. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there, there's, um, there's every indication that, you are, uh, you know, that you're, you're definitely on the right track already. So that's good. okay. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> it's it's I, always I, harder I, when I, you know, when I meet somebody who is just genuinely is like, Oh no, like, no, you know, like I charted somebody earlier who's, you know, her North node was all about like, you know, she should become a mom. And she's like, yeah, I don't want to have kids. And I'm like, Oh, well, um, yeah. Uh, the universe <laughs> is probably going to have something to say about that. Like I, you know, I mean, you have free will, <laughs> yeah. so you just use protection. Like, I don't know. What <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen whether you want it to or not. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like, and yeah, and then probably this year too, because here comes Uranus. So <laughs> yeah. damn Uranus again. I love it. Conscious. Just this He's was everywhere. so much fun. I appreciate yes, you so much for being you. on the show. No, I love it. Yeah. And again, let's tell everybody where they can get a hold of you and get their chart read. Yes, absolutely. So um, on Facebook or Instagram at misfortune1111, uh, it's M-S-F-O-R-T-U-N-E. And uh, my website is www.misfortuneastrology.com. And, and that's where you can find me. Okay. Well, Jess, I will let you go because I know you've got babies to get to and readings to do. But guys, please absolutely check out misfortuneastrology.com. You can get in touch with her there and get your very own reading. I appreciate you throwing together so quickly for me a little reading as well. That was so interesting and scarily dead on. So yeah. I appreciate you, Jess. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oddity Files is an independent production. 
Intro music created by DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. The opinions expressed on this show are ours and ours alone. Our logo was created by me. If you like the show and would like to support us, you can watch Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. You can buy merch at oddityfiles.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Oddity Files or on Facebook at facebook.com slash oddityfiles. You can even join our weird little Facebook group called Oddity Files Fan Group. It's a closed group, so you'll need approval, but we do approve everyone. Most importantly, you can help us spread the word. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell your boyfriend, tell your ex-boyfriend, tell your grandma, tell everybody, share and retweet. Just help us get the word out. We appreciate each and every one of you and couldn't do this without you. If you have a story you wanna know more about, or a personal story you'd like to hear us read during an episode, email us at oddityfilescrew at gmail. If you have a corrections corner, go ahead and give us a call. It's 317-300-6699. If you have a venue you'd like us to do a live podcast at, reach out at oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Also, take a couple minutes rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on all the major podcast apps. It also helps us get out there and in front of the public eyes. And remember kids, weird is the new cool.